powered by Adept Group. This is the Unpacking Excellence Podcast with Daniel Beardsworth. Daniel Beardsworth. Bringing together top packaging professionals to share insight and knowledge on all things packaging. Now, introducing your host, Daniel Beardsworth. Welcome to Adept Packaging's Unpacking Excellence Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Daniel Beardsworth, and we have a special treat today. Uh, normally, I get to speak to a lot of the um, you know bright minds in the packaging industry, people who are working on really interesting and innovative stuff. But something that um, you know we don't do often enough here on the podcast is remember that we've got some of the best experts in the industry right on our team. Uh, so today we've got uh, Andre Schultz, who is on our digital team. Uh, welcome, Andre. Uh, hi, Daniel. Um, so, Andre, what we wanted to talk about today is um, just about kind of the trend that we're seeing with um, companies reshoring their supply chains. Um, since COVID began, uh, there's been some research that suggests a lot of companies are looking to, uh, you know, reshore packaging to North America. And a recent uh, re- report from Thomas Insights said that 83% of North American manufacturers are planning to reshore some or all of their supply chains. Um, that strikes me as a, a huge number. Can you kind of talk us through uh, why that trend is happening and just sort of give us a better standing, understanding of what the scenario is for manufacturers right now? Yeah, I, I can. And, and it's true. I mean, that the demand is really huge and the interest is rising. And we hear from a lot of machine builders that they are already booked out um, across the year into next year and, and delivery times are very long and um, orders are, are flying into all the, the known uh, packaging machine builders. So the, um, I think the research is, is correct. And uh, um, that is uh, what is going on right now. A lot of companies, a lot of um, organizations um, uh, showing interest in buying their own machinery, doing their own packaging, um, establishing their own manufacturing um, processes in in house or in any of their um, local facilities and um, the, the situation with COVID um, caused a lot of uh, disruption in their supply chain uh, especially of, of, of companies of manufacturing companies or supply companies here in the US that have outsourced uh, some of their um, you know packaging or manufacturing uh, to countries abroad so we saw here um, and on the U.S. market and probably uh, everywhere certain shortages and, and disruptions uh, in the supply chain, and uh, especially for um, uh, for material shipping and um, uh, packaging distribution, and that impacted their sales. And uh, that is because they they have outsourced processes uh, mainly abroad, and um, uh, because of the COVID situation, they couldn't really control these these um, uh, processes that were too far away from their their home base um, and when the borders were closed um, a lot of the, the trade and a lot of the, um, the supply was cut off um, a lot of stuff uh, didn't make it out of, of uh, supply countries and didn't make it into the US or it was delayed and uh, um, delivery times were um, much much longer and um, yeah, that caused a lot of, of issues for um, companies. And if you cannot get your product to the market, and if you cannot get your product packed, then you cannot sell your product. And if you cannot sell, you don't make any money. And if you don't make money, then sure, that impacts your business. So um, 
the situation with COVID actually made many companies aware of, of the lack of visibility and control that they had of their own um, product packaging distribution. Um, so the, the cost, you know, um, to maintain their their supply chain went up immense and, and increased a lot. Um, shipping across borders was much more complicated. Um, and um, yeah, also the the uh, lack of access to their key resources because a lot of people um, had to stay home or work from home and uh, the facilities were, were closed. So they didn't even have um, um, all the people available uh, at the locations that they needed them to, to make things work and to get things moving. So the whole situation was a big challenge, we know that. But um, that was the reason that um, um, companies are now trying to uncomplicate things and bring a lot of the processes back home into their uh, own control where they have the, um, uh, the knowledge and the experience then in-house and um, have control over those processes and can react to um, these exception situations to still be, be able to bring a product to market. And um, uh, being able to produce, pack and ship um, under these circumstances, uh, that, is, um, that must be their goal because uh, that's the, the way they can uh, maintain their own business. And um, since a lot of companies now have the same idea um, during these times, that's why the demand um, for, for machinery and equipment is, is going up that immense. So obviously there's some machinery and things like that involved, but I got to imagine, you know, going from doing large parts of the manufacturing business overseas to, to bringing it either here, you know, back to the United States or, or whichever you know, country the company's manufactured in, it seems like it's got to be pretty complicated and more than just buying a few machines. Can you give us kind of an idea of, of what, what's involved in, in reshoring a, a, a supply chain as regards to packaging? Yeah, so the, the, there is a lot of complication with that, especially if, if a company or an organization doesn't have much experience with uh, manufacturing, packaging and, and distribution. Um, there's a lot of companies that, that develop uh, their products, but then they outsource um, a lot of their, their processes uh, to uh, contract manufacturers, contract packagers. And um, if you want to establish um, these, these business units and uh, these functions inside your, your own organization, then that's a huge impact. It's, it's like starting a complete new business. So you will have to, to look at the fact that it will impact everything that you have, meaning it will impact your whole existing organization and all your existing departments. Because you have to, to think about um, that you need new infrastructure. You need a new location or existing new locations to be updated, new environments, new buildings. You need a lot of um, engineering um, to go in there to prepare uh, before you can even bring um, the machines and the equipment in. So you need mechanical engineering, electrical engineering. You need to uh, have the, the automation and the IT controls in place. Uh, a lot of quality control and quality assurance uh, has to be established. Uh, you have to be compliant. So meaning you have to check out all the rules, regulations, industry standards and permits that you have to um, apply by uh, comply with and um, that you have to to get and establish um, so that you can even uh, start that type of, of um, uh, business function um, there's a lot of, of safety rules uh, in 
included, um, all your existing operations will be impacted one way or the other. Um, uh, your logistics, your trucking, um, even your, your personnel. Um, you have to establish new processes for the, the people that you have and the new people that you, you will hire. Uh, a lot of training necessary. Um, you have to establish new maintenance programs. Um, sure, HR is going to be impacted because of um, finding the resources and adding uh, the people that you need. Uh, finance, um, sure, you have to make sure that you have the, the proper funding to, to establish that business part that has to be, be financed and, and the budget has to be available. Um, and you have to, to work with your existing partners because they are going to be impacted too. Um, the one way or the other, either with more um, services and requests um, or with, with more people involved. And uh, one of the things that you should definitely look at is that you have to be quick in adapting um, modern technology to kind of like ease the pain a little bit because as, um, as more um, automated, as more um, uh, up to uh, uh, date and state of the art you go, um, as better it probably is um, in the long term, running that new part of your business and um, and starting up these new processes. Um, so with that, you know, being such a kind of complex and, and involved, you know, probably like a year or more um, just in, in getting these things in place, and that's not even taking into account the machinery and stuff. It's a big process. So, uh, you know, I, I get, why this sort of became a topic around COVID because people wanted to protect themselves against those disruptions to their supply chain by you know, kind of having everything um, uh, close to home. But um, you know, what are kind of some of the other benefits to, to reshoring um, parts of your supply chain? Um, I mean, there are a lot of, of benefits if you have uh, control over your um, own processes and if you have, you know, your, um, functions in-house and you have direct you know access to them and you can see them and have visibility into um, them right at your location at your headquarter or at your uh, facilities so um, I mean with new equipment and new production on and packaging processes definitely the the control and visibility is, is one of the big uh, advantages but um, it also opens you up to a wider spectrum of business capabilities and um, that leads to more business and more business opportunities. Um, it also makes your company uh, more attractive to outside businesses to work with you or partner up with you. Um, that's always an advantage. And um, uh, it also helps you to stabilize and maintain your business during major disruptions. It helps your organization to survive times like we had you know, with COVID. So, you know, in your opinion, um, kind of looking at the whole process, what are the biggest hurdles that companies have to overcome if they're looking to reshore um, their packaging function and, and other parts of their supply chain? Yeah, so I think, you know, we just heard, you know, like getting the equipment, getting the machines seems to be a, a big hurdle right now because delivery times are very long. So, so make sure that you have um, all the information uh, in place as soon as possible so that you can get your um, equipment orders out to the, the machine vendors as soon as possible because uh, we see now that that 10 12 months of, of delivery times it's not it's not rare with, with specialty um, packaging machine uh, 
companies. Um, and then I would say um, having the people available to um, establish that, that new business part and, and these processes, that's probably going to be one of the, the big challenges um, uh, because you need to have people that understand what you want to do, understand the, the new processes, and um, they also have to understand how to use um, the new equipment. And we know that you know, getting skilled people, especially in the technical field and, and hiring uh, trained technical personnel, that's, that's going to be a big challenge. Um, but also, I would say that um, um, having your management in place and uh, having your management understanding what is coming and understanding what the, the impacts are going to be, but also understanding what the benefits are of the, of the new business, um, that is also a big um, challenge to train them and update them and have them being ready to to support all these these impacts on your facilities, locations, you know, your your regional uh, stuff um, and uh, all your new infrastructure. Um, they they have to be be ready and they have to be able to um, use their existing um, partnerships and memberships. In, in um, industry associations to support them and ask for help, you know, um, so that um, they can guide, you know, your people in the right direction. Sure, and then you need the right machine suppliers, you know, you have to make sure that on the technical side, you know exactly what you need and you have people that can describe what you need and uh, that can uh, convey that, you know, those, those things and the, the information to the machine vendors and then find the one that that supplies you really what you need because um, if you have to do a lot of customizations with, with machinery that, that delays the whole process and it's going to add uh, additional issues to your, your implementation. And then you, you need people that, that can run that from a project perspective, you know, people that, that are able to manage the implementations and the installations. Um, and you also have to to get your, your partners, your inbound and outbound partners uh, ready so they know what's coming and what the what is the expectation you know towards them um and um and finding the right partners i mean um you should try to find as many uh local service providers as you can but we know and we see that a lot of the contract manufacturers and contract packagers are, are booked out or already overbooked and that's going to be hard you know to find uh, uh partners that that can help you maybe with some of the, the support services. Because um, even if you establish a new business unit in-house and you have the, let's say, manufacturing packaging in-house, uh, you can probably not move everything. Um, so some of the, the related um, uh, business process steps, they, they might still need um, partners and need to be outsourced. So that needs to be considered. And I can imagine that those challenges, I mean, um, there's some that will probably be common, but for brands in, in different industries, they probably vary pretty wildly too. Do you have any sort of advice for those companies that cannot uh, kind of help them prepare going into a process like this, if, if it's something they're considering? Yeah, I, I think, you know, we have to separate the, um, the companies that are already used to that. So meaning there's big companies that um, do in-house manufacturing and packaging as well as um, outsourced uh, manufacturing, packaging and, and distribution. 
So those companies probably have it a little easier because they know their process already. They know that process and they have that and they have people for that. For them, it would probably be, be easier to, um, to um, bring more of the, the outsourced um, process steps back into their own uh, organizational control. But then, there, as I said, there's a lot of companies, and that is across all industries. You know, there's a lot of companies that that concentrate on the development of products, and that can be in, in any field. You know, healthcare, life science, um, um, CPG, food, beverage, whatever it is. There's a lot of companies that that create or design or, or develop their products, but then they they outsource all the other business steps, and um, for them, it's going to be uh, more challenging and not as easy to establish that type of business. Um, are there anything, you know, kind of asked a few questions here about different aspects of it. Can you think of anything that, that brands would want to know um, going into a process like this that we haven't talked about? Well, I, I think everybody, all these, these companies that think about uh, um, establishing their own manufacturing, packaging, um, distributions, the business steps, they, they should do a self-evaluation first and see do they have available within the organization and um, what they would need in addition and um, you know what would still need to be outsourced uh, that has to be kind of like looked at evaluated and then there has to be an assessment done you know um, what is it that we can do and um, make sure that you know um, that you can afford the long timelines because uh, as I said a lot of um, companies might look into um, the, you know, reshoring of, of uh, outsourced uh, process steps, uh, especially like packaging. But then um, they need to have the time and the budget to um, do that implementation because it's it's costly and it will need some time, and that has to be um, made clear and it has to be managed uh, correctly. Um, and always ask for help. I mean, use your local partners, collaborate as much as you can and share um, information. Most companies are part of, of um, associations. They're part of networks. They're part of, of industry groups um, and, and other associations, you know, utilize uh, those relationships and, um, and see who you can partner with and who can help you. And, and as I said before, you know, probably um, we will see a lot of of attempts to um, outsource locally. So that means um, companies, service providers that are close to other organizations that, that need those services like manufacturing, packaging, uh, distribution. Um, I think that the local outsourcing is gonna be more preferred now uh, than it was before. Um, and then we, we see that there's gonna be a lack of, of SMEs. Um, and that's another thing that you, you should really um, look at and see if where you can you find the, the subject matter experts um, for the, the help that you might need. Because if you don't have uh, everything in house and you need to ask for help, uh, try to find the experts that you need to help you to get that um, done as, as fast and as soon as possible. Um, and then we see with modern technology now, um, the, the topics always coming back to uh, automation digitization and communication. So those those topics have to be a part of the whole thing. You know, try to automate as much as you can and um, manage your data correctly and communicate 
across your business units and across your, your networks and your supply chain. And then, you know, definitely um, have backups in place. Uh, backup plans, backup time, backup people, backup materials, backup systems, backup money. Everything should be backed up and have a backup scenario because as we know, nothing ever works 100% as it is planned. And um, strong leadership and commitment um, from the top to the bottom, that's, that's something that you will have to establish because only this way it will be effective if you go into the, the endeavor you know, of establishing uh, a really big part of, of the, the business supply chain in your own house. And if you bring uh, manufacturing, packaging, distribution um, into your own organization, um, then that should be uh, something that everybody agrees on and that everybody is, is supporting and uh, everybody is committed to. Um, yeah, and as I said, you know, communication is, is, is really um, crucial that um, everybody knows why is it that we're doing this, what are the benefits, uh, what does it bring the organization, how does it impact the employees, but also what opportunities is it giving the employees, how does it create new jobs maybe and new career opportunities. So you have to find a way to, to motivate the people to really engage and support the the reshoring of, of um, you know, business aspects. Well, Andre, I want to thank you for, um, you know, kind of putting some thought into this and, and really giving a thorough picture of sort of what brands can expect if they're going to move some of these processes, uh, you know, back closer to home. Um, uh, yeah, I appreciate your time this afternoon. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening to Unpacking Excellence with Daniel Beardsworth. Daniel Beardsworth. For more resources on all things packaging, head to our website, adeptpackaging.com. Don't forget to subscribe and thanks again for listening.